Good afternoon, morning, and welcome to another episode of FNM Doing Podcast. I'm Curtis, the Wakanda's variant MC Grief Counselor. On today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, movies that deserve to be Christmas movies. And you, I immediately, I'm so basic because I immediately want to say Die Hard and then go on a spill about Die Hard, but that's been done to death, which by the way, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I'm going to talk about a little unknown film from Rennie Harlan that had Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson called The Long Kiss Goodnight. Rennie Harlan, for whatever he is, I don't even know if there's anything problematic about him that I know of uh, yet because everybody is being, being attacked for good reason. And then just scattered for whatever. But The Long Kiss Goodnight deserves to be a Christmas movie. Is there some problematic things in it? The third act? I would probably say it would be the most problematic part of The Long Kiss Goodnight. And it's unfortunate because I really dig that movie. And until that part... The film doesn't age so well. Uh, it's a basic story of a woman who is a happy-go-lucky, if you will, devoted wife, living her life with her kids, with her with her daughter and her uh, husband, and they're uh, just basically uh, living a normal life where nothing is happening, and she's a part of like a. PTA, doing real PTA type stuff. Everything seems real normal for her. And then one day out of nowhere, she's a t- there's a uh, car accident on the way home. I mean, on the way home. But there's, on the way home, there's a car accident between her and a friend. And she ends up, because of a deer, she ends up getting out of the car, uh, bloody, and breaking the neck of the deer who is still clinging to life after being hit at the ramming into them earlier in the car accident. And she ends up saving the life of uh, the man that's inside the car with her. When uh, that happens, it opens up, it reveals basically that she has had amnesia for several years. And at first, the audience isn't aware of what exactly happened to her, but you get a good idea that she is very different from what she is now. Uh, her previous life, she was an assassin who the government, our government, would bring in to wipe out whatever problem was needed to wipe out. She was the one. She has had a detective who isn't the best detective in the world investigating for her finding out what really happened to her and what happened and what what happened to her and that's been going on for a couple of years now to the point where the detective pretty much every time he sees her she's just paying him money just to just she's really nothing's coming up with it he's just taking her money begrudgingly anyway uh some real assassins end up showing up because they notice one a criminal who's been put away because of her uh, notices her 
on camera during a parade, doing a local parade, and freaks the fuck out. It alerts his people to send an assassin to that town. And it also alerts the government who thought they killed her off and wiped her out from their immediate vicinity. And they send someone in to uh, bring her in and possibly kill her. Or that little motivation is a little fuzzy toward the tail end, really. And overall, her and Samuel Jackson end up uh, working together to find out what's happening to her at the same time uh, get to the bottom of what's going on and why she's having these flashbacks that bring her back to her old ways um, she kind of reverts for a minute to her old ways but the love of her daughter is the one thing that keeps her focused and back together and Samuel Jackson basically telling her bitch you need to get yourself correct on what really matters which is your daughter and your family not you running off being spy again and it's a good movie I liked it a lot it's a fun Christmas movie to watch if you want something from the alternative uh, if you don't want to watch the standard it's a wonderful life white Christmas type of films I usually go around Christmas time watching the opposite to a point uh, whether it's Bad Santa or The Long Kiss Goodnight or uh, or the uh, the name escapes me now but there's a Joseph Gordon-Levitt Seth Rogen Anthony Mackie film that's a Christmas film to me that I also like not to me it's a Christmas film in general it takes place during that time and it's been probably my favorite comedy right now it used to be Bad Santa but it kind of jumps now to that and the uh, old classic Christmas Vacation. I it, being uh, I used to watch a lot of Christmas Story, but TBS took over that, and suddenly Christmas Story played twenty four seven, and I just got really burnt out on it. So I haven't watched Christmas Story in a few years, but maybe this might be the year to watch with the story i'm not going to say it is but it might be it may be another few years. it may be another decade before i go back to watching christmas story uh, i've never seen it's a wonderful life all the way through at all so i may finally watch it for the first time and it's been uh parodied to death and that's probably why i haven't watched it uh what's the point you know but i might watch that um i like the obscure christmas story stuff gremlins is one that i watch every christmas every christmas season because i love that movie uh it's my favorite christmas movie to watch uh, even if the cgi is a little dated and it's practical effects that are great it's a, it's a great little film um Die Hard, of course, is a solid. I always watch Die Hard around Christmas time and around New Year's. Uh, I love the film. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And it's the best office Christmas party movie ever. There's a movie called Office Christmas Party that it's okay. It's, it gives a little chuckle or two here or there. I kind of wish they uh, devoted more to the chuckle instead of a plot that involves running away from 
criminals kind of bullshit, but it's a decent little film. So check that out if you can. Um, overall, I just enjoyed the Christmas holiday season. My daughter just got vaxxed um, for the first time. She's seven, and I'm so proud of her. She's so brave, and not that that anything to do with the subject, but I'm just really proud of it. I can't get over the fact that we've got one more daughter. I've got I've got another daughter, youngest. She's two. And I can't wait for her to get vaccinated because I can't worry about these people. And if they don't want, you know, and everything. I can't. Because we will never see everyone completely on board with this. So the best we can do is just try to survive it. And that's my piece on it. I'm bearing it away, y'all. But Christmas movies are a great time to watch a lot of stuff. I, I admit I'm guilty of watching the Hallmark films when the, when my girls and my wife are watching the Hallmark film, a Hallmark Channel film that's Christmas related, and they burn through some stuff. There's some stuff that's on Netflix that they like watching, and they'll watch that during Christmas time. And I'll find myself watching it as well. And Christmas, Christmas Hallmark films, not to go on a rant, but I'm going to go there. Uh, Christmas Hallmark films are probably the uh, most basic uh, mechanism, or not mechanism, franchise that has such a basic mechanism, it's flawless. No wonder they haven't changed at all in their style. The Hallmark Christmas channels are basic like this. You get a youngish, blue-eyed white woman, sometimes brunette, who comes back to her hometown, which is all set up with Christmas stuff. It always like a hometown that looks like Gilmore Girls, but Gilmore Girls place in Hallmark Town in the films. Uh, she helps out her dad or her mom with their business that is struggling and trying to make it, you know, and everything. Uh, and this, uh, not even going on tan, it's, it struggles. And then she meets a guy that she knew in high school that suddenly is hot to her. He's suddenly interesting. He's suddenly attractive to her. And it's either... And sometimes the guys get to be a part of this as well. And I, I like watching those. Uh, but back to the girl. She meets the guy. He's great. He's everything she's ever wanted. But you have to ask, why didn't they click before? There's always either some guy that she was into beforehand who never pops up in this thing. I'm curious. Sidebar. What is the story behind the women who are in these things who meet some guy and and they go, well, I would have got with you back in the day, but I was with this dude. That dude never pops up in these films. It would probably add too much conflict and drama. So instead, we have to imagine this dude either perished or went off to the other side of the world because Christmas time's coming and none of his family members are in this town. So she's never going to run into him. 
But she meets this guy, they fall in love, they play around, and they flirt. And then they end up uh, having a moment together where they're going to kiss, or they, or they do kiss. And then the next scene involves mom finding out that the guy uh, that she's into, that she's, that mom, her mom or dad finds out that the guy that she's uh, so in love with now is behind the closing of the shop. Oh, he was here to close down the shop. You know, if he happens to be the one coming to town. Or he's the one who's been responsible for trying to ruin this. And the girl has to go, or even the guy, they've had the guy be a part of this now, where I'm progressive, where uh, she's like, oh, I can never get with you. Yeah, I'm a horrible actor, by the way. And we're through, we're, we're just through. And she walks away, storms off for a commercial break. The next commercial break, she either meets her aunt, who is a MILF, by the way. I've never seen any of the aunts on here be like horrible women. They're always very attractive. Sometimes I think they're more attractive than the actual lead in this thing. Sorry, I do. They, they have been, a few of them. And she gives sage advice on relationships. And I have to wonder, she's never with anybody. Her character is usually a widow uh, character or just can't find the right guy or girl character. And you never see any follow-up with her. I like to find her. I like when they do occasionally get their, their aunt or uncles with someone because I think it's nice. Because they deserve a little love too. And... But she gives the advice, the girl hears it, and then she goes off to uh, find the boyfriend or girlfriend. And they're always either getting ready to leave town after what happened, and they're packing their shit, or they're already away on a plane, they've already made it back into town, and suddenly circumstances happen, and the airport is closed because of the snow or because the car broke down and he has to tow it back in or whatever happens. There's always that mechanism. And these films are basic, but I do like them because they do talk about Christmas. There's some spirit of Christmas involved. Like a Tyler Perry film, there's always a church scene or there's always some kind of moment when they're headed to church. Occasionally, there's a there's a lot of mechanism that are tropes, copy and paste, if you will. Uh, some might say, "Oh, it's the MCU, you know, copy and paste." These Hallmark films are way more copy and paste than any comic book film could ever fucking be, folks. I mean, at all. They have tried to change them over the years. I have seen a few uh, Hallmark movies that are now uh, where it's. The black girl's chance to be a part of this and be basic <laughs> and meet a guy situation. Or the guy, a black guy gets to play the character who uh, meets a black girl who is very busy-minded, you know, and everything about her job and focused on that. That kind of mechanism. And they've done that. Uh, would I like to see a Hallmark horror film one day? Because I really would like to see one. I've got an idea stirring in my head. I'm not going to reveal it here, but I do have an idea in my head that would be like the perfect 
Hallmark Christmas horror movie. I think it would be perfect. Or something that would split that narrative in half and break it off. But yeah, Christmas time, folks. So enjoy the Christmas movies that are out there. Uh, enjoy your diehards. Enjoy your long kiss goodnights. Enjoy your gremlins. As well as Elf. Elf is by far one of the greatest uh, Christmas movies ever. I can't help but enjoy that film. Uh, that, that third act with the singing always brings a tear of joy to my eye. I don't know why, but it does now. Uh, I love watching Christmas Vacation. It's always fun. I don't care how many times I've seen it. I always love watching it. It's almost a requirement to watch Christmas Vacation. Um, but enjoy this time. Enjoy this time. And on a hard take note, this might not be a, uh, on an unpopular opinion. I truly feel that Christmas, uh, that this time before Christmas is basically pre-gaming for Christmas. I'm just being honest, folks. Thanksgiving has a problematic history that I might talk about in another episode. But I don't necessarily celebrate the holiday of Thanksgiving. I, uh, what I'm trying to say is I don't necessarily celebrate Thanksgiving time. You know, that or the origins of Thanksgiving. I celebrate just being with family, gathering around. And it's important if you're vaccinated and wear a mask more than ever now uh, to be around family around this time. It's important. It's crucial. For the kids, they don't, who don't get to see grandpa. Uh, it's crucial. Or grandma. It's crucial. So I, I, I love that part of it. But it's really just pre-gaming for, uh, for Christmas, folks. It really is. And the whole Black Friday theme has kind of changed now. You've got Walmart changing their Black Friday up where Thanksgiving is now off time, off day. I'm shocked that Thanksgiving is now off time. I wish that would have happened 20 something years ago. Uh, but other than that, have a, great, have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great time, folks. Enjoy your life. If you're going through some shit, and believe me, I, I really can understand because it's really hard to get out of that depression. Uh, as someone who is semi-living with depression, it can be tough. But you can do it. I need you here. So please, hold on. This has been Epid. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis. Wakanda's variant MC Brief Counselor. And we will talk again shortly.